1: Grace Curley.
0: You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator,
1: especially Grace. They stand up.
0: Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Very very fake news. Grace has the day off today and she's got the day off on Monday as well. I'm Taylor Cormier. I'm the guy that you just heard introducing the Grace Curley show. Welcome, and Aaron Chadbourne will be with you on Monday from WGAN in Portland, Maine, and he's got a great show already lined up for you. I just know it. But we have a fantastic show today. A lot going on, and uh, a lot to discuss. I, I there were several ways I thought of opening the show today. Um, I think first is is the news that is taking place this hour is that uh, Joe Biden is taking part in the dignified transfer. For the three U.S. service members who were killed in Jordan, those were all from Georgia. They were U.S. uh, Reserves. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46, of Carrollton, Georgia. Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders, 24, of Waycross. Um, She was posthumously promoted to sergeant, or as Joe Biden says, posthumously, (laughs) as he said on the phone call with the families yesterday, and Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffat, 23, who was also posthumously promoted to sergeant. They were killed in a drone strike. You know, there's so many things to be said about that drone strike that took place. This This is the level of incompetence that we're dealing with when we look at the, what DEI has gotten us, okay? Now, I can't point to any one person that was in charge of that to forward operating base and was in charge of keeping track of whatever was on their radar. I can't look at that person and say, well, they were a, definitely a diversity hire, but it's encroached so much into our armed forces and our defense that I you can't help but blame that. It's, uh, Charlie Kirk, the other, uh, just the other day on his podcast, he was excoriated for saying something such as, you know, I I hate to be that guy, but now when I get on a plane and I see that my pilot is a person of color, I have questions. And he was labeled as being racist for saying that. But no, that's not the case. What he was trying to say, and he immediately explained it after he made that remark, was that DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, has become so pervasive in our society and has reached the the upper echelons of a lot of industry in the United States, where if you see somebody where this shouldn't have been the case, you shouldn't have questioned their qualifications for getting to that position. Now you are. And I don't think that's out of line to say. So when I look at the drone strike in Jordan that killed these three service members and injured, what, 50 or so others? I can't help but think, was this person who was at the helm that was watching the radar screen or however they do it now, were they eminently qualified in order to have the position that they currently hold? Because this whole thing was a mistake. This should not have happened. This was a, a drone that was mistakenly taken as a U.S. drone. They thought it was one of ours. They thought it was a friendly. But it uh, it came from the Houthis. It it came from the terrorists and cost lives and damaged so many more. This should not have happened. And I, I do. I, I think I will blame it on DEI. Um, I've got no proof for saying that, but again, when it's so pervasive that this is taking place everywhere we go. We're seeing stories all over the place. You've got airlines that are losing wheels on the tarmac. You've got airplanes that are losing doors mid-flight. You have uh, people getting into crashes. Uh, They're operating bus lines. All sorts of of industry and services that people rely on every single day that have such a big impact on our lives as Americans if they go astray. If somebody turns—there's a— there's a joke, Bill Berg, great comedian. Um, he, he did it many years ago, but he talks about you know, I I've, have you ever thought you're driving down the road and you've just you're living this life of anonymity, and you just think to yourself, "Gee, there's a crowd of people right there. If I just move my hand three degrees to the right." I'm national news. I'm all over the place. People know my name everywhere. That's that's what we're dealing with here. That That's the level of impact these DEI cases are having throughout the United States. And now Joe Biden today, in just a few minutes, is supposed to be taking place right now, according to his schedule. But he is um, wheels down and he is taking part in this dignified transfer. Um receiving these three fallen service members who should have been alive today. And uh, I don't want to discount the the 50 or so others that have had their lives impacted in a significant way, receiving injuries from this this drone strike that should not have happened. But none of this should have taken place. Uh, you want to go even further back than that. Uh, none of it should have taken place to begin with. None of our involvement should have—this th- this October 7th attack— Um, from hamas should not have taken place in israel this was all biden funded terrorism if you want to put it plainly 100 billion dollars given to iran to be funneled into hamas hezbollah um, so so many of the other factions of terrorism that iran sponsors it's because of joe biden and it's because he reinstituted the iran nuclear deal and opened up uh, communications and and Cash back and forth. And there's still no answer, I believe, as to whether or not Joe Biden and his administration has held up any of the funding to Iran because of this attack on October 7th and all that has happened since then. Uh, I mean, we, we've got hostages that are being still uh, within the past few weeks killed in these tunnels in Gaza. It's sickening. And Joe Biden is not being held accountable, there's nobody holding him accountable. Uh, as of right now, uh, these families, God bless them and, and the sacrifice that they've made in their their son and daughters. Uh, I can't imagine uh, having to receive this kind of news, no matter what the administration is, Republican, Democrat, but when all this is said and done, when the grieving process um, dissipates a little bit, and I understand it's never over, uh, they've got to take a long, hard look at why they have, as Joe Biden says, an empty chair at the kitchen table. They have to take a long, hard look at why one of their family members will not be around to celebrate Christmas this year, to celebrate the 4th of July, to celebrate Thanksgiving. And they have to live with that black hole, and I'll keep using his words, that black hole in their chest whenever they think of their loved one that is no longer there. I want them to think of Joe Biden and i want them to think that he is the cause for their pain and suffering because he is ultimately i don't think that can be disputed 84454242 is the number here and if you want to text uh, into the show you can certainly do so just text the keyword curly c u r l e y to 6172131066 Followed by your message, and uh, we may or may not read that on the air depending on the uh, substance of the text message, but feel free to do so either way, 844-500-4242. So we're waiting there, and, uh, you know, obviously the first image that comes to mind is of Joe Biden back in 2021 when he was receiving the service members that had died as a result of the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan that fell prey to a suicide bomber. And what did he do? He stood on the tarmac, and with each casket that went by, he looked at his watch. We'll see if that happens today. I don't know if Dr. Jill advised uh, our president to leave his watch at home today. That may have been a good idea if she did. But I don't know. I'm sure he'll find some way to flub whatever it is up. He'll do it. Now, you can say, well, Taylor, back in 2020, he was just marking the time that the caskets were received. That was his little way of commemorating. No, I, I'm not buying that for one second. I can I can forgive Joe Biden for a lot of his bumbles and his fumblings. There's, there's many to choose from, so I, I'm willing to forgive a gross percentage of all of those. But... The, the thought process, when that thought enters your mind, look at your watch. And by the time that thought reaches your muscles to initiate that reaction to that thought, there's got to be a filter there saying, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe you should not look at the Just stand there still and solemn, hands folded, uh, rosary beads out if you want, just to have your, your son's memory there on display for the umpteenth time. And that's another thing. That's another thing in this call. I don't know if we can play it again, Jared. We we had the cut yesterday of Joe Biden calling the family uh, members of one of the fallen um, service women yesterday, and he was saying that uh, you know we've we've promoted promoted her posthumously. That's a quote. Posthumously, not a word, uh, to sergeant. And as soon as there was a break in the conversation. The mother said, well, that's so special. And Joe Biden was able to turn it around and make it all about him again. And this isn't the first time he's done this. Again, when he was on the receiving line for those uh, fallen servicemen and women in Afghanistan in 2021, and there are cuts of this. I won't ask Jared to pull them up. That's, that's asking uh, a lot as I'm already having him go through uh, the, the cut list right now. Uh, he... He was in the receiving line with them, and he did the same exact thing and turned the conversation into all about Joe and all about Bo. This is from yesterday, this cut, when he called uh, one of the families of the fallen from Jordan. Like, Go ahead.
1: We're promoting her posthumously to sergeant. Oh, wow. Thanks, that is the best news I've heard today. Thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to us. Oh, well, I tell you what, it means a lot to, a lot to me. My son studied here in Iraq until I lost him.
0: And he's that's that's a line he uses in all his speeches. When especially when he's at uh, any of these these friends giving things, he's you know he goes uh, to one of the bases uh, the day before Thanksgiving or the morning of Thanksgiving, and he dishes out the meals. He'll say in his remarks, yeah, "You know, you guys, you're the one, you're the one percent that takes care of the ninety nine percent." That's just a talking point. That's just a, a bullet point in his speech, and he's recycling it to use on a call, a very solemn call, with a family member of a fallen U.S. soldier. I mean, how hacky is that? And again, to turn the conversation, well, it's special to me because, you know, uh, my son Bo, he served a year in Iraq, and that's how he lost him. That's not how he lost him. You didn't lose him violently and suddenly. You had your time to say goodbye. You had your time to uh, make peace with him if you needed to. You had time to work things out with him if you needed to. You had time to do all of that. this family had their child ripped away from them so suddenly and so violently and so irresponsibly. Your words should mean nothing, and I really do hope that they take a good long look at why this happened because it needs to be looked at. it needs to be considered, and they need to speak up if they can't if they come to the conclusion that you and I have come to. 844-500-4242. We've got the poll question coming up in just a moment. Go to gracecurlyshow.com Vote now. It's a great poll question. It's a tremendous poll question. It's a talented poll question. And we'll reveal the results thus far coming up. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in for Grace Curley, and this is The Grace Curley Show. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Welcome back to The Grace Curley Show. I'm Taylor Cormier, the voice of the show, filling in for Grace Curley today. She is off until Tuesday on uh, some well-deserved rest And she'll be back with you on uh, Tuesday. In the meantime, you've got me, Aaron Chadbourne, coming up on Monday. Don't miss that. Today's poll question is brought to you by Calatren. Do what Jared did. Lose weight in a healthy way with Calatren's high-quality collagen protein, specially formulated with digestive enzymes to help your body absorb the collagen protein to its fullest potential. Save fifty percent on a thirty-day supply at GraceCurlyShow.com and click store. There's not too many of these left. Pick them up now, Jared. I did want to ask you about Calitren.
1: Lean and mean, I would say.
0: Any any like side effects?
1: No, absolutely not. It's all natural. Uh, actually there is you could call it a side effect is that you actually sleep better it does help you because sleep. there's there's so many
0: things that i you know you consider there's there's ozempic is going around and yeah. there's there's now, other is... there's other stuff out there but i hear some scary things about people with their kidneys and and stomach issues and but this has none of that
1: yeah no this is non-drug non-stimulant it is all natural it's pretty much collagen and enzymes. All that's, right.
0: That's all you're getting. Click store. Jared, what is today's poll question, and what are the
1: results thus far? Which is more of a threat to the safety of public roadways? Truck drivers with falsely obtained CDLs or illegal aliens who know they won't get deported if they drive drunk?
0: So there were two stories that broke this week. One is that there were four members of the Massachusetts State Police who were arrested um, within 24 hours for running this years-long scheme of basically pay-to-play. If you gave them a new driveway, a new snowblower, fresh duds, whatever it might have been, anything of monetary value or something that – was of service to them, they would pass you on your CDL if you failed the test or just didn't want to take it. So a lot of truck drivers out there, there's at least two dozen already that have been identified, are driving out there with fraudulently obtained CDLs, big rigs, okay? And also, um, House Democrats, 150 House Democrats voted against a bill yesterday uh, in the U.S. House that would have that would deport illegal immigrants who are caught driving drunk. 150 Democrats voted against that bill. It did pass the House, so we'll see what the Senate comes up with. But uh, I'm going to say I think the illegals drunk driving is more of a threat to the safety of public roadways.
1: 95% of the audience agrees with you.
0: That's good to hear. Not that I'm not concerned about a big rig, but I, I can keep my distance from a big rig that's uh, traveling, hopefully, the right direction on the highway. If I see a pair of headlights coming at me, there's, there's little I can do to get out of the way. 844 500 John, you're next on The Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, John.
2: How are you doing today? Great. Um, you know what I'm getting mad about? The state's giving these uh, migrants licenses to drive. That's half the problem.
0: Yeah, it's it's an entry level to a, a world of pain, really. Y- you've got that, and you're able to secure your uh, your your insurance after that registration, and then you don't pay or renew any of them, and you've basically got a license to commit uh, whatever vehicular crimes you'd like.
2: Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy, and the other the other thing is they get lined up with the free services and everything else. What about the poor uh, veterans and the Senior citizens have been working living working in this country for years and they get put at the back of the line.
0: Well, I mean you have to look no further than just what what happened this week in in Roxbury. You've got the Melnia Cast Center that they've closed down and we've got people texting in from that live in the neighborhood and that utilize the the services over there. There was one uh, just uh, yesterday I saw that, that, you know, they they take a tennis clinic over there or something, and and the classes have been postponed indefinitely. Not that, you know, your your life is going to be drastically changed by a tennis clinic, but if it's for kids and it's keeping them off the street during winter vacation, (sighs) it's unthinkable you'd take that away from them in favor of some third-world migrants. We'll be back. This is The Grace Curley Show. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Welcome back to the Grace Curley Show. Again, go to gracecurleyshow.com. Make sure you vote in the poll question. If you're using a mobile device, you may have to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page to vote in that poll question. But on your laptop, it should be there on the side or whatever you're using that is not a mobile device. Um, And you can also click store and take advantage of the Calitren deal that won't be there for much longer. Lose weight the safe, natural way with Calitren. A lot of great stuff coming up at uh, GraceCurlyShow.com. Click store. A lot of illegal related news today. Updates on what happened earlier this week or rather over the weekend with these four illegal aliens who sucker punched and kicked and berated these cops in New York City. And were subsequently arrested and then let go without any bail whatsoever. No no cash needed, uh, nothing to—basically got a get-out-of-jail-free card for attacking our uh, men and women in blue in New York City. And, you know, I thought—I was was in such a mood last night driving home— and I was listening to the news and listening to and just this this job really gets to you. a lot of days where and just listening to, to these types of shows can get to you. I, I'm not encouraging you to stop listening. I'm encouraging you to get mad because that's what it takes. And I was just considering all that that had happened this past week with with the Melania Cast Center being uh, used to displace Children, impoverished children, people that are in um, neighborhoods that aren't very wealthy, that rely on community services, ripping that away from them for people that have no respect, no honor, no um, loyalty to this country whatsoever. They're only here to mooch. Off of us and get as many free services as possible without paying into the system, without being born here, without uh, doing anything productive for our society. So I had that going, and we had this story about the illegals um, in New York City sucker punching cops and laughing. And uh, they've got these scooter gangs now. We'll get into that a little bit later. And th- doing all of these terrible things to our, our well respected police officers who have been through it all. I mean, you know, since since 9-11, you know, we had that that short rally time where everybody loved the cops, but lately it's been very anti-police, defund the police, all cops are bastards, that kind of mentality that has been sweeping through this country and our metropolises, and they've they've been just through it all, okay? And you couple that with the image of the (laughs) third-world illegal alien getting out of court and giving the finger there were many of them by the way i think it was three out of four that or maybe all four gave gave the fingers to the the media as they walked out of the courtroom um within the past 24 hours or so and they uh again no regard for their fellow man we're, we're told that uh, you know this is all about humanity this is all about respecting your fellow man Well, when my fellow man breaks into my country and then sucker punches a cop and then flips us off because he got off, basically, that's where I start to breed a little contempt. I'm not sorry about it. So you couple all of that with the fact that we have three service members killed in action in Jordan in a conflict that we should not be involved in whatsoever except for supplying aid to Israel and and going back further than that as i said we should not be involved in period because that should not have taken place on october 7th there's a house on my corner that is they they are rabid democrats they've got the biden harris sign they've got the biden harris bumper sticker they put They put little flags on the ground, but the flags are always falling over and touching the ground because they have no respect for what the flag actually stands for. They don't respect the flag. I felt like knocking on their door and showing them pictures. And I I thought to myself, which picture would I show them to convince them to turn the cheek? and, And you don't have to vote for Trump, but just don't vote for Joe Biden. Okay? would it be the illegal giving the finger? Would it be the illegals beating up the cops? Would it be the pictures of the portraits of the three fallen service members that passed away and perished, that that were killed violently in the past week? Which one? Which one would convince them? I didn't go through with it because I try to be a nice. I don't want to be hostile to my neighbors because my neighbors can be hostile to me. I don't need things escalating. But I thought if if I were to do a door to door campaign, those are at least three of the images I would show. And those all happened within the past week. So there's updates to the four illegal immigrants that, again, sucker punched and beat mercilessly these police officers before they were arrested. And again, their names, Darwin Andres Gomez, 19 years old. Kevin, uh, no, I'm sorry, Kelvin, Servita Arrocha, 19, Wilson Juarez, 21, and Yorman Reveron, 24. They were all released without monetary bail by a Manhattan judge. Well, they're leaving. They're not on a jet plane, but they're on a bus, reportedly, heading to California, where they will wreak, I'm sure, more havoc on the public at large over on the West Coast. Wow. Make it, make it a national road trip. You know, if you listen, these people are being given opportunities that I have not yet had as an American for thirty. How old am I now? Thirty-three. Uh, for thirty-three years, I've not traversed the country on a bus, which is supposed to be one of the great American pastimes: planes, trains, and automobiles kind of tour around the country. I've not yet been able to do that. Here they are. They're they're living the dream. And they're on the run from the law. At least, one. well, I mean, they all are. I think as a con- condition. I'm not sure. I didn't check into the conditions of their their release. But I think if you're charged with the crime you're, and you're expected to come back to court, you're pretty much told, don't leave the state. I think that's pretty standard. The article in the New York Post doesn't point that out. It points out that Reveron was put on supervised release, as he does have a rap sheet, Uh. He has two open criminal cases in Manhattan, including charges that he slugged a Nordstrom Rack employee while trying to steal $130 back in November. He's also accused of punching a worker at Macy's Herald Square last month while allegedly trying to rob the retailer with two others. A fifth a- asylum, asylum speaking, sus a seeking suspect, Chuan, Boada, 22, was hit with the same charges and also released without bail on Wednesday, two more illegal aliens, Jandry Barrows, 21, and Yo Henry. Yo Henry Brito, twenty-four, were arrested by cops later that night. And none of them are are expected to return to court, I'm sure. And now they're on a bus to California after giving fake names to this church-affiliated nonprofit group that helps quote. Helps migrants get rides out of the city. When is there going to be a church-affiliated, nonprofit organization that helps legal citizens get out of the city? Because I think that's what—that's probably a lot more profitable for a nonprofit than getting illegals out of the city. I'm, I'm sure the uh, the legal residents of New York City would pay a lot more and a lot more directly than what the government is is giving them to uh, escort these illegals out of New York City and over to California, where it's going to be their problem soon. I do want to play a cut here. This, is, uh, this took place on CNN, I believe, this morning with uh, Erica Hill. This is John Miller. He's uh, CNN's chief law enforcement and intelligence analyst. He starts out kind of defending the illegals and why they're here, And they're not really that bad but then he kind of details that there is a faction of them and we're seeing that now that is uh less than desirable cut to i mean we're hearing a change when it comes to immigration in general from president biden on down to hear her talk about that it is also directly related to the fact that these were police officers does that have any impact does that change anything
2: well it's so complicated because, you know, you're a New Yorker, you move through the city every day as I do. We see these people, we touch these people, they're out looking for work, they're delivering our food, they're at the gas stations and the car wash. Uh, I mean, these are people who came in waves, you know, 170,000 probably to New York City. Um, but within that group, this hardworking, you know, drawn of people in search of hope and a better life. There is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at
0: a different opportunity here. Delivering our food, gas station, car wash. I don't, I don't want to be a a super profiler here. I I don't want to be accused of, uh, gross and, and generous generalities, but, uh, I've I've not had uh, food delivered to my home. I rarely get food delivered to my home, but I've not had, had it delivered by an illegal. Never saw one pumping gas or working behind the counter. Never seen one at a car wash. When's the last time you saw anybody working at a car wash, for that matter? They're all automated. Who's working at a car wash? I see them working at Market Basket, and that's fine. Those are the more industrious people that I've seen. They're they're always hopping to and fro, restocking the shelves, you know, taking care of customer service, getting the, getting the shopping carts back inside the store and cleaned up, fine. But I've I've never seen them at any of those places. But he, he goes on. He says there are criminal groups, and this is what we're seeing in uh, Darwin Andres Gomez, Kelvin Servita, Arrocha, Wilson Juarez, and Yorman Reveron uh, at all that were mentioned just a few moments ago cut three
2: these individuals i went over their rap sheets yesterday Mm -hmm. multiple charges grand larceny robbery attempted robbery grand larceny grand larceny Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters they were doing organized retail theft they were doing snatches on the street iphones ipads clothing so on and so forth Um, one of them that they are still seeking has ten charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you
0: go to jail. Oh. Oh wow. <laughs> point. <Yeah>. Keeps This <laughs> is... <laughs> i love i love i love this shock and awe and it's very quick you may have missed it but the last five seconds of that clip both of the moderators go oh well that's a good point thank you for uh commenting
2: on I spend it. the money and then come back and i'm like well why don't they just stay and steal in florida and they said because there you go to jail
1: oh oh, <laughs> point. Nice this
0: is- oh my god organized crime back in New York City it's it's here to stay i mean i guess this is what you call assimilation right we're we're allowing this uh, in places like san francisco we're allowing this in places like new york city by our own legal residents they're allowed to walk into a, a walgreens or whatever and just take what they want and walk out without fear of any retribution without fear of any prosecution so i mean they're just they're just doing what uh, what they see you know Kind of like a monkey-see, monkey-do situation. They're just seeing what other people are getting away with, and they're doing the exact same thing. The only thing is they're probably a lot more efficient at it. They've got scooters, you know, running the streets now, taking people's purses, snatching purses and wallets and, and whatever goods you come out of Nordstrom's with, and uh, or Nord Stream, as KJP may say, and and making off with, with whatever goods you've gotten and signar and, and maybe tossing you to the ground in uh, in the process. And you're going to see a lot more of it. And this is all part of Biden's border policy. This is every city is a border state now. Every state's a border state. Every city's a border city. 844 I see you on the lines. We'll get to you right after the break. I promise. 844 I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Grace Curley Show. Hi, it's Toby from Cape Gunworks. I'm taking all your firearm and self-defense questions every Tuesday. Join Grace and me for 2A Tuesday, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. This is The Grace Curley Show.
1: Get them all and send them back. We don't don't touch our police officers. We don't touch anybody.
0: Thank you, everybody. That was uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul saying, get them all and send them back. Deport the SOBs. Do you ever think you'd hear her saying that? Lay your hands on police officers. So that's a felony. But there's 150 House Democrats who voted against sending Illegal immigrants back based on another felony, a DUI offense, a DUI conviction. They will. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that coming up next hour eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. And you won't believe what. Uh, I mean, you may, but what Pramila Jayapal, Congresswoman from Washington, said about this. I heard. I heard this on the radio last night, and I, I just about had to pull over, laughing. And this. This is what she thinks illegals do when they get drunk. David, thanks for hanging on. You're next on the Howie Carr Show. I'm sorry, Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, David.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to point out on the uh, military deaths, um, those were all from the same state because they were a reserve unit. Right. And the last time they had to call up reserves was when we had two full wars going in Afghanistan and Iraq. That means they're having to call up reserve units because they can't get anybody to enlist.
0: Yeah, no, nobody—would w- would pretty... you want—I don't know how old you are, David, but uh, did you ever enlist, or would, would you want your kids to enlist?
2: Well, um, I don't have any kids. I, did, I was in the service years and years ago. Um, but uh, it's a pretty rare thing to call up reserves when you're not in a full war. Uh, that's fairly substantial. You were just mentioning the DEI thing. If if it has anything to do with it, it's probably that. They just can't get anybody to, re-enlist or to, to enlist.
0: I'd say it has everything to do with that. Thank you for the call, David, and for your service. Much appreciated. But, um, yeah, I, I'd say it has absolutely everything to do with that. That was, you know, kind of the, uh, up until just a few years ago, that was... A Call of Duty, not to use the the phrase of a very popular video game series, but uh, that was what you did. I mean, you wanted to go to college, but first you went to the Armed Forces and you got your GI Bill. So you could go through, serve your country for a few years, come out and have a free education on top of that. And I mean, with the decline, it's it's a two pronged DEI approach with the decline of higher learning in this country because they've fallen victim to DEI. They're not teaching anything of value anymore. And their their leaders are are just full of plagiarists, their their leadership positions um, and, and all the crap that's filling the heads, all this communist crap. Who wants to go to college? So who needs to go to the armed services, the armed forces? Why would you want to? I mean, you have to go through DEI training in the armed forces. It's it's ridiculous. Um, who they're letting in, the positions that they're uh, letting them in for, uh, what what leadership positions they're being placed in. It's a lot of people have an issue with referring to their master, their male master sergeant as ma'am. That's that's degrading uh, you can decide who it's degrading for but that's that's not how people want to go through uh, serving their country they, they don't want to be put on that that and they certainly don't want to get the wrath if they go against any of it if they don't believe it there's a lot to it but yes enlistment numbers are way way down we'll be back this is the grace Curley show